This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. It's time for the JJO Morning Show 646 Fix. Dark. Talk dirty Dark. to me. Dark. Please. All right, uh, sex fix. Brought to you by Our Equipment. Looking for a new piece? Our Equipment Dodgeville has hose. Ah! The Edmar track hose and mini back hose. Call the Barrier D experts at Our Equipment. 608-935-9355. 608-935-9355. Check out the letter Equipment.com for the entire Yanmar series. Charlotte, what say you? Yeah, hi there. What's up? Uh... Oh, man. Well, it's pretty funny that you uh, have these uh, cream puff people coming in. Because uh, uh, I got a real fat husband. Uh, okay. Yeah, I don't I, I don't know how to sugarcoat it. Uh, <laughs> that's all he's been doing. Um, yeah. I, look, I love him to death, but um, he gained 170 pounds over these past three years. Let's do the math on that. Oof. That's a lot of cream puff. Yeah. yeah. A lot of cream puff. Not a to, lot of potato chip. Not to be smart your husband or the cream puff industry. But, no. Yeah. Ooh, that, How about, what'd you say? hundred and what? 170. Now that's a whole different, another human strapped on. Yeah, it's like right. another person. Yeah, it's like a whole, you're dating, you're married to two dudes. Yeah, except, you know, you know. You know, I got him a gym membership. Um, How'd that go? I think, I think he went twice. Um, you know, I try to cook nice stuff. Do you know why? Stuff. You know why he went the first time? Because he knew he had to drive by a Dunkin' Donuts to get there. Probably. <laughs> what a great nickname at the gym, though, Cream Puff. Hey, Cream Puff, need a spot? Uh, why did you give that a shot today? And the guy's like, how oh, you know I eat a Cream Puff on the way to the gym? I can smell it on you. You following me? It's coming uh, out of spores. <laughs> he sweats Cream Puff. Uh, <laughs> Dude, don't. Uh, 170 pounds in how long? Three years. That's and, crazy. And, wow. And, you know, he's just. He's snoring, he's farting, he's just... Imagine how good you could get at something if you dedicated your mind, body, and soul to it in three years. Just like guitar playing. Imagine how good you could get if you funneled that towards decency. Radio. Oof, that'd take 10 years. Uh, so where are we at? What are you gonna... What are you gonna... Are you, gonna are you sh- guys you, having sex? Are you gonna shoot him? What are you gonna do with him? No, I don't know what to do. I mean, it's just sort of, you know, he's just he's just laying there, and yeah, he, and he's oblivious. He thinks everything's fine. He's laying there, him, up, but up in his cholesterol. Yeah, just sweating cream puffs. Now, where the diabetes sets in? That medicine. Um. So, are, are you guys intimate at all? Not really. I mean. You know, I don't, I don't know what to do. Yeah, giant belly whap, yeah, I mean, whapping at your face. You have to wear a catcher's face mask. Stop it. So uh, have you tried the uh, direct approach and say, hey, fat ass, you're going to be dead. Yeah. No? 
No, I don't want to hurt his feelings. Have you, have you ever? Oh maybe, well, sure. Well, maybe it's maybe time. Maybe we're there. One hundred seventy. You're just like, dude. You look like crap, and you're mm. you're unsexy. Well, I mean, that's his body has got to. I'm just talking about so bad for you. Talking about tough love. It's so much. Yeah. Right. Right. So quick. Um. Yeah. If you were, uh, if you gained one hundred seventy pounds, would you want him to bring it up? I mean, probably for my health. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you've got to know. I, I but he acts like he doesn't. I, I mean, know you're supposed to do baby steps when it comes to this stuff. You're supposed well, to go through the uh, litany of ex- excuses. It sounds like. Is he have his blood pressure has to be up, and his, I mean, how are his blood sugars? What's health wise? What's going on? Is he on antidepressants well, or something? Like that's just so much weight to gain. No, you know he's kind of stubborn. He 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 hasn't been to the doctor, so maybe that'll maybe that'll sort of kick it in. You know, what's, force him to go. What's the most? Let the doctor give him the hard news. What's yeah. the most you've ever seen him eat in one sitting, and what was it? You remember? Oh, I think he had like seven hot dogs the other night. Okay. That's a, that's a that is a lot of sodium. Holy guacamole! That's a whole pack of of, of mechanically separated meat. Yeah, it was pretty pretty nasty. I felt like I was watching one of those contests, you know. Oh yeah, he's going for the Joey Chestnut uh, title. Oof. He's only about uh, fifty eight off the record, but it's a good start. Right. In peak shape there, eh? Yeah, you got to do the whole uh, bad cop, good cop thing. Honey, it's... Did you say you had kids? We have one little baby. Yeah, see, it's um, like if you want to be around to see your kid. Uh, right. You know, you gotta, yeah. the, you're supposed to do the positive uh, reinforcement thing. Sorry. Well, like something's going on. There's mm. no reason that... that or there's got to be a reason that he gained that much weight. Like people don't just randomly pick up an eating sure. disorder. Yeah. You know, like everybody else, I mean, everybody got depressed with, you know, the pandemic and everything, but he just kept riding the wave. So, yeah, I got to I gotta sit him down, I think. What He's probably already sitting. <laughs> so sorry. So sorry. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm sorry, honey. It's almost like uh, weight gain is so weird. It's almost like you get to a point and then you, you, you're like, well, it doesn't matter no matter what I do now. You know, it's like a cutoff. I don't know where that is for everybody. 170 pounds yeah. would have seemed like 100 pounds ago. But it, you know, if it's already affecting your life. Oh, my God. His knees have to be screaming. Right. It's like yeah. they hit that number and then people just give up. It's like it's an impossible thing to come back. I mean, you put it on. You can take it off. Yeah. I Yeah. I, I, I'm going to make a doctor's appointment. Well, you can control... What he puts in his pie hole, I mean, you could start with that. If you make it something nice and healthy, would he eat it? You'd have to make three tons of it, but do you think he'd sit and eat it? Oh, he does eat it, but then he'll have a bag of potatoes. Yeah, right yep, that's the thing. You got to. You can't put, have it in the house. Yeah. I try not to buy it, but, you know, he, he's got his own little ways. But, yeah. yeah. Mm. You should... Uh, Hire a fake doctor. You need a fake doctor's office. It gets complicated. And then drive him over there and the doctor says, look, you've got six months to live. 
if you don't stop oh eating seven hot dogs in one sitting. Doesn't a hot dog take, what, three hours off your life, every hot dog? I can't remember how much it's it was. It's either like three minutes or three hours every hot It's dog. definitely time. <laughs> what is our greatest commodity? Time. <laughs> time and pressure, really? Right, exactly. Yeah. Well, you're going to have to keep pushing buttons until he responds to something. I don't know what that is. Work out naked. Maybe you guys could walk around the house. You could be naked. <laughs> I like that idea. God, I don't know. You just need you need a, a tiny bit of positive reinforcement where it could lose five pounds and go, oh, well, that was easy. Right. Well, if you, you haven't talked to him at all about it, like nobody's talked about it. No, of course we've talked about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, with the gym membership yeah. and the eating healthy and, you know, but I've, I've tried to be gentle, but yep. I, I don't think, you know, it's not working. Time for so, tough yeah. love. Yep. 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 Well, maybe uh, maybe go online and see if there's some uh, like therapist what if, ideas. What if, what if you're you're being positive and he whips out his bag of potato chips and just looks at you and laughs and waxes the bag off? Give me the answer to that. What's the answer to that? Yeah, leave. Well, you either leave, yeah, you know, or he drops over dead. I mean, or, and you can't uh, just sit there and watch him slowly kill himself, right? It's almost like he's doing it to mock you because he he he's well y- younger probably, well, he's but probably and, and can get away with it. Addicted to the carbs now, bro. Yeah, wait till he's fifty five or sixty, and he's got a he's got old bones to carry that around. Right, he's gonna be a freaking mess. Yeah, wait till he start. What you said? He snores, didn't you? Snores and farts. There's your oh. sleep apnea. That's already happening. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Mm. All right. Well, maybe he can just do a, you know, get a five-pound starter, and he'll he'll take some positivity from it. You gotta throw yeah. the pizza out, man. You gotta throw the pizza out. Yeah, something. Which, which sucks because then you gotta suffer because then you can't have frozen pizza. Right. I'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, she'll live. She can live a couple yeah. months without Jack's pizza. Well, good luck. It sucks. I mean, hopefully yeah, he gets the message. I think so, hopefully. Or maybe he heard this. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, what a bummer. Let's bring a salad home. Just walk. Just take a summertime. Just take a walk. I know. Dude. Isn't it weird? Just start Do with something. two blocks. Start moving. Walk around your house. I know. I don't get it. I will never understand it. We 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 don't have very many days that we could be outside in this state and not be miserable, so mm. you kind of have to take advantage of it when we have it. Get outside and move around, God dang it! Yeah, the defense rest. Don't take him camping. That'll really help go into depression. Why? Yeah. I don't, Why I don't are like you so anti? Because <laughs> there's not a tent big enough. Oh. Oh my God! Just you're kidding. Awful. Tough love. Tough love. Yeah. Okay. Small steps. Thanks, All right. Guys. Thanks. Bye. I, I wouldn't even know what to do. I mean, so that's some, a lot. At some point, it's, it's, at some point, you got to walk away. One hundred and seventy pounds in three years—that's so much. I, I mean, if my wife was sitting there eating a bag of potato chips and telling me that uh, it's none of my business, I'd be like, "Yeah, we're not. This isn't working." Right. 
you know, a year of that. You know, I'm not just oh, saying, yeah. okay, okay, it's a one, okay, fine, it's our first talk. But, I mean, after a year of, uh, why would you deal with that? I don't know. It would be very frustrating. Like, go kill yourself by yourself. Right. And then the in- the inactivity is what would really bother me as well. And then, yeah, you have a kid and you're not even trying to stick around for that whole thing. We're not, you know, in our teens anymore, for Christ's sake. You got to kind of be a little aware of what you're throwing in your trash hole. Well, now I feel, cancel the. Why don't you go have another Dunker Donut, bro? Cancel the cream puff, lady. People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. (laughs) Smoke That Skin Wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. How do you feel about snakes? Oh, not good. Last note's a tough one there. Um, yeah, no shock at all to anybody. A snake did what snakes do best and killed somebody. I tried to, not to own pets that can beat <sighs> that can beat me in a straight up fight. Like if the odds are in their favor, I'm not going to own that. Okay, well that's pretty safe. Pretty oh, excuse me. That's pretty safe. What? Not owning a pet that can kill you. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank Why were you, you so offended there? Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. No. You're going to make fun of, fun of me. You're so jumpy. A little self-preservation goes a long way when it comes to owning uh, <laughs> animals with giant uh, neck-snapping yeah. teeth. A Pennsylvania man died Sunday after his 18-foot pet. Are you squirrel knuckles with that? Pet snake wrapped itself around his neck days earlier. Oof. So, yeah, it was ugh, awful, as awful as can be. Authorities had to shoot the reptile. Uh, Elliot Sensman had no sense. 27 uh, died at the hospital four days after the attack. A boa constrictor or a similar snake, it says here, wrapped its body around the neck of Mr. Sensman, thus causing the brain injury, death, blue, blue, blue. Uh, that's how they kill things. So there you have it. Oh, brother, I'm going to wrap these pythons around your neck. Be yeah. And choke you out. Oh, yeah, brother. So, um, they were called. Uh, officers dispatched Wednesday in the afternoon uh, for a male in cardiac arrest with a snake wrapped around his neck. Officers got there. They found the man who was unresponsive on the floor with the snake, indeed, around his neck. Despite the massive size of the reptile, an officer managed to shoot the snake in the head without risking further injury to the male. Officers pulled the mortally wounded snake off the man, at which time... They gave him uh, emergency medical care, but it didn't matter because it was too late. Dude, I uh, where were we? Randy's Radiothon for the Vets. We yeah. were down at the Comedy Club, I think. Yeah. And who brought it? Dan or somebody brought this big-ass 12-foot snake in. Yeah. And I put it around me, and I swear to God, you can feel it torquing your skin. Is it? Mm-hmm. Is it? And I'm sure it's not. It's just kind of ha- hanging out. Right. But you can feel the skin tensing on it, and it you can you feel, feel the strength. You can feel the strength mm-hmm. of it, just the muscle moving in the snake. Right, it's incredible. But I took it down. I choked it out. I don't remember that part of I'm the day. I'm kidding. I had a cream puff. <laughs> I uh, walked away, and I had a cream puff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, 
some of those people have those snakes to make the anti-venom oh, things okay, for no. the, you know. Now you're talking. For the poisonous snakes and such. Yep. Some of them are just, they just collect them. I don't know. I don't understand it, and I don't have to. Uh, but, like, remember the kid who let go the poisonous snake and was in North Carolina? They were looking for that dang snake everywhere. That's right. How many times does this happen? It can't happen very often. I don't remember hearing many of these stories. Though. I don't know. I don't we know how many 18-foot pythons are out there, all constrictors. In reality, yeah. Right, right, right. You know, We got a great big one at the uh, Henry Vilas Zoo. You got to go inside the uh, very humid little rep- <laughs> reptile thing. Mm-hmm. And there's a big old dude. Sl- coiled, slithered up, sleeping, keeping an eye out. Yeah. You think he, you think he's sleeping, but he's watching you. He's always watching. He's you. always watching. Um. Yeah, I would prefer not to have that in my house. If it gets out or whatever, and then chokes you in your sleep, bad day. You know. Yeah, for sure. I don't know how. Yeah. You keep up. People some, be like some pepper spray on your bedside. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the antidote is. And I know, like, snake people be like, well, you just got to make sure it's not hungry. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> They're always hungry. So. Uh, okay. 18-foot snake wrapping around your neck. You ain't got a freaking prayer. And I know, like, I think the more you push back at them, then. The more it tightens. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it, That's what I would think. I don't know. Nobody's calling to refute our observations of the giant 18-foot boa. All right. What kind of snake was it? A boa constrictor or similar snake. So clearly the reporter knows even less about snakes than we do. They're probably just having fun. The snake? Sure. I don't know that the snake has the mental capability to even know what fun is. Right. Does the snake have the mental capability of knowing you're the owner? No. Facial recognition? I don't think so. No, you're just a giant piece of spam. Right. There's some occasionally food attached to one of your limbs. They're like, man, my whole body fits really neatly around your neck. It's yeah. squishy, and I get uh, uh, for fun. It's just fun. They make that noise. I wonder if uh, any of their stores from the Amazon like, over there. Uh, oh, by the way, we talking about J Lo yesterday. Yeah. What's the name of that snake movie she was in? Anaconda. Anaconda, dude, with. Uh, Ice Cube. I did not watch it. Did you watch it? Yeah, it was a great movie. All right, it was super good. Woody Harrelson. Uh, oh, wait. Is it Woody Harrelson? No. Uh, Owen Wilson. Or one of those guys gets uh, totally eaten by a snake. Cool. No, it's actually it's actually good effects. <laughs> and then the bad guy was, uh, who is Angelina Jolene's that, that nut job? Uh, John Voight. Yeah, John Voight. He's lost his cookies, too. Oh my he, God! He was a really good bad guy. I uh, I have a viral video of an anaconda leaping out of the water and biting a Brazilian dude. Yeah, that happened in the movie. No, thank you. Um, can they do that? It's, there's a video of it right here. Hey, I forget how the anaconda died in uh, Anaconda. I don't remember how they did. Did they blow it up? I think they. He shot it with a cannon or something. I can't remember. How did the snake die? <laughs> it becomes trapped in a smokestack, oh. which Danny ignites. Sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> it's a 25-year-old movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it seems to have died. As Terry and Danny uh, recuperate on a nearby dock, oh. the snake appears one final time, 
Daddy beats the anaconda with an axe. <laughs> this sounds like the stupidest movie I've ever, ever heard of. Yeah, there's some suspension of belief there. Right, yeah. uh, John Voight wants to... Uh, I don't... What, well, he wanted it for a trophy, I think. But he... Yeah, so... And they just wanted to leave. And I think John Voight kept uh, sabotaging their escape. Yeah. And then, then I think they ended up in a nest of anacondas. It makes you really you're not, losing me. Not like snakes. It's getting worse. Yeah, I know. I hear you. Hi, how's it going? Yeah, I dated a girl once many years ago, and her dad had a giant uh, giant boa. And the only time he, he would bring it out is that he literally would keep a machete or a knife so large, <laughs> you know, like a Rambo knife out. Yeah. Just in case this thing got out of hand, and I'm, I'm literally like. If you need to keep a weapon that big out in case something gets yeah, it's out for, of it's hand. for it's for horny boy, ho- horny boyfriends and big snakes. Yeah, right. Well, that's what I was kind of at that point in time. I'm like, is this to, just to try to scare me away? No, or keep you in line. Deal? But I just think the guy guy was nuts. Now I know plenty of people that actually have reptiles, and a couple of friends that have a ton of reptiles or whatnot from high school or whatever. But it's just not for me. I'm sorry. I, I can't do that. Same. Yeah, I wonder if you can chop off three feet of its tail and it still doesn't. It grows back two tails. <laughs> it grows back twice as high. <laughs> uh, I hope that's true because that's amazing. Wouldn't it that's, be? that's amazing. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, well, I'm glad you lived through the uh, the, uh, yeah, the machete the interrogation, the cho- chopping paranoid <laughs> paranoid snake owner. Oh my. Gosh, I just couldn't, yeah, I, and he's, he's like, well, I love my snakes and reptiles. I'm like, so much you're willing to get <laughs> Just the whole dichotomy of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Just, well, the, the, like, the, the fact that you, you have to have a machete, I wonder if he's had a close call. Right. Oh, no doubt. No doubt he had even said that they had had, he'd had a close call before about it, uh, you know, but I mean, deciding that it was going to try and feed oh, him, I guess, apparently. But, <laughs> I mean, I, I assume they don't want to kill their boa uh, if it starts wrapping itself around your torso or neck. Uh, how how much uh, leeway do you give an 18-foot boa? That's just it. And that was the part that I didn't understand. I mean, it, it's already hanging around you or kind of, quote-unquote, even, like you said, hanging around your neck. What, what? Right, because that's how they carry them. That's how they, right? Yeah. That's how they interact with their boas, right? Exactly, they, and, and that's essentially how he interacted with them, and that's, that was the other thing is, like, where do you draw the line? I mean, how, how close, do, I mean, if you, you know, if you had to, you know, are you holding the knife? Or do you, are you keeping it within reach? I I, I just, the, the whole thing where you're literally risking, it feels like you're risking your life to have a pet. Right. Well, I have a horse, I guess. No, no room to talk there, but yeah. So, yeah, I, yeah but I don't think your horse is gonna try to. I mean, maybe if your horse fell over on top of you, D. Right. <laughs> well, there's an inherent risk with. Well, you yeah, could whip out your machete and cut your horse into sushi pieces. So I, I guess you could well, do that to get it off. I mean, it's yeah. it, you're talking. It, it's a horse. Is, I think of honestly a completely different situation because not only that, I mean. The, the horse knows who you are, right. absolutely adores you, loves you, and is smarter in that instance. I feel like in an in a instance with a snake, I, I, rather, whereas they still have some sort of personality, I'm sure, and they recognize you, well, you know, your horse is not going to wake up one day and say, I'm going to eat you, right. because 
I'm hungry. That would be well, super right. Weird. It doesn't know uh, the the yeah. The, it's not how it, it's not in the horse DNA. But it's like uh, it's a fool's paradise, dude. It reminds me of Siegfried and Roy when the when Monteblanc drug Roy off. Right. Well, and the other thing the snakes will also do is when they're starting to originally wrap themselves around you, they're they're usually sizing you up. There you go. Yeah. They're actually going to size you up and not figure out whether or not they can actually eat you or not. Well, that's like me at a nude beach, sizing, uh, sizing up the big girls. And there goes Johnny making it weird. Always. He's consistent. I know what. It'll happen Wednesday. Well, I'm glad you lived through the uh, uh, Halloween machete boa weird dating experience. That's a great story, though. That's a great story. This guy lived in a small apartment. Of course he did. Now, see, here's the thing. Was it a basement apartment? Oh, dude. Here's the thing. (laughs) Now, if I'm dating a girl whose dad's walking around with a machete, Common sense dictates I got to carry a machete over, too, to defend myself. <laughs> All of a sudden, you know, everybody got a machete. All this talk about machetes, I think we need to bring a touch machete. A touch. Yeah, buddy. Oh, dude, yeah, it, buddy. Dude, it, was, it has been a touch. I love it. Of machete. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you, brother. Right. We thought uploading to the cloud oh. was something completely different. Come on, the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D. JJO. Hello. Good day. Good day, mate. Huh? Okay, so um, remember last week I had the story about the pizza delivery guy. Oh, bless his heart. Who, twenty-five-year-old Indiana guy, uh, ran into a burning house and saved four kids. Um, so everybody obviously was like, "Holy crap, this guy's amazing!" And doing what we do. We now gave him money, $500,000 in online donations. So, and I'm sure, I mean, I would imagine it's even more than that by now because it was growing pretty quickly. So his name is Nicholas Bostic. Um, And just total stoner guy. At least that's what he sounded like in the interviews I watched. Takes one to know one. What's, what's wrong? Nothing. We're all a little stoned. Yeah, but you ain't stoned on your own weed. I can tell you that much. I am I not? Do I not do nice things for you? Sure, it just would be nice if you provided the weed every now and then. I don't know any weed dealers. Okay then. <sighs> Call me if you're dealing weed. So she'll <laughs> shut up. Christ, how much do you need? If you, I need like a. Uh, if you actually, I need like an eighth bale, a weed or something. Not a bale. I don't know how it works. Okay. I don't know. God, I don't know anything about drugs. I know they're yummy, but I don't know anything about drugs. Or weed. Uh, wow, this is. So to start out, what would I say if I wanted to buy some weed? I um, like a, okay, is it somebody you know like that a, you're talking like a, to? Or? A, a baguette of weed? No. Uh, or are you approaching a stranger who you think will have weed? Yes. Okay. If it's a stranger, just be like, hey, you got any smoke? Ah. Right? And then if they're like, they're probably going to be like, I don't know you, you bitch. Get away from me. <laughs> um, it's not happening. Yeah. So then I call you. So you're going to need somebody you know. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then just, I would be like, what can I get for a hundy? And see what you can get. Because everybody has different prices. We're out of weed. We're going to start a GoFundMe down here. I tried that once. Did you really? Yeah, they don't want you to do it. Oh, they, the company shut you down. Yeah, I was. Did you I, say you had bad glaucoma or no, something? No, I said, D wants to get high fund. 
It's a little direct. (laughs) 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 Emergency meeting, emergency meeting. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It didn't last very long. Um, Anywho, so uh, July 11th, about 1230 a.m., reports of this house fire. Officers got there. House was fully engulfed. Um, And then information was gathered that a six-year-old child was possibly still inside the house. So the emergency personnel were trying to combat the fire to attempt a rescue. Yeah. And then um, Duder just busted through like he was yeah, some freaking like, superhero. They didn't even, didn't even stop to think about it. Right. Well, I mean, would just you run in, if your house is on fire and your dog and cat is in there? I'm going in. But it wasn't. He had no. Yeah, I know. No. Right. Right. Anything. He was just a. He was just right guy at the right time. I'm. He might have missed his calling. <laughs> Shouldn't you be a fireman if you have yeah, no he, fear about that he stuff? He ought to be in Yosemite right now, running into houses Amen. and saving valuables. All right, give me PC2. We got Nicholas here talking about his amazing rescue and how he's got a new lease on life. The heat scared me, and the whole situation scared me. It was adrenaline. I hightailed my butt into the house <laughs> through the back of the door, found Kehlani in the smoke, continued upstairs, collapsed at the top stairs, and then went to jump out the window, but her leg got wrapped up around the curtain. And so I finished up busting the window out after I got it unwrapped, and then we jumped out. I'm ready to go play some football. I'm ready to go drift. Whatever. Let's go, baby. <laughs> he reminds me of Spicoli from Fast Times at Richmond High. But he goes, uh, Mr. Hand, he goes, why were you late, Spicoli? What's your excuse? Spicoli looks right. I don't know. And then Mr. Han writes it on the board. He goes, I don't know. Brilliant. I'm going to leave that up for all my other classes to see how brilliant you are. I don't know. <laughs> uh, what a, what a, it's that random act of heroism. It's it's just, it's amazing. It is. It really is. Because it, and I was saying it doesn't happen, but uh, uh, just no regard. I mean, that's. It's extreme heroism. It's extreme heroism. <laughs> <laughs> All from a, and, and it just makes it better that it's a pizza delivery guy, right? You know, um, who who we don't appreciate enough, anyways, or our DoorDash now, people. I'm just keeping my fingers crossed that nothing bad comes out about. Well, sure. Well, sure. You know, I mean, don't at. don't get mad if you find out. You know, he's got some weird habits. Right. What could possibly go wrong here? Anytime we find a there, hero. There, unless there's uh, <laughs> some bodies in the basement, there's nothing you could show me that would make uh, me want this guy not to have right. good, nice things. Right. It's just, I hate that we're there. You know what I mean? Where it's like you're constantly, even when you see the good side of somebody, you're mm-hmm. like, mm, there's going to be something wrong. We'll find out something about this snithead, you know? Uh, no, this is one of those things where a, a, a medal or a ribbon or a parade, that's not enough. $500,000? Pretty cool stuff. And uh, I'm sure, I don't, I don't know if he's, how old was he? 20s? No, 18. No, 25-year-old. He reminds me of that dude from Surfer Boy Pizza and Stranger Things, driving the truck around totally oh yeah my dudeness <laughs> oh yeah bro uh just so laid back about it so cool. just very matter of fact hi how's it going danger good morning how's it going i'm all right the last time uh you did traffic stacy k just reminded me that i needed to call you and ask how your premonition is doing with the flex lane 
Oh, the flex lane. Well, I, you I, know, it's funny. We were just talking about it. We're a little disappointed that the flex lane's <laughs> working and there hasn't been a lawnmower airplane experimental crash at EAA. And I, well, from listening to you guys for quite a while, yeah. um, it probably went about as good as you saying we're out of the woods in the springtime. <laughs> yeah, I because as soon as you say <laughs> yeah. we're out of the woods, they shut down the upper. A damn mid- snowstorm yeah, they, comes through and time. blows everything out of the water. They shut every down the, the upper Midwest and seven hundred people freeze to death. I know it's horrible. Sorry about and that. And then three days later, you're like, we're out of the woods. Of the woods. <laughs> and then there's another snowstorm. Know, and everybody's like, no, don't say it. So my, yep. per- my- don't say it. Oh, okay. Don't say it. <laughs> All right, done, done, done. <laughs> Thank you. Talk to you later. Oh man, it is a well-known curse. Good morning. Yes, the flex lane's a joke. <laughs> hey, and that guy yeah. was wrong, by the way. That flex lane is narrower than the other lanes. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, so that's so. that's crap, and there will be a major pileup, I predicted. No, okay, last night I'm driving down the, going down the road, yep. and a woman's going about 80 miles an hour, and it goes from 80 miles an hour to a dead stop. And she swerves through three lanes of traffic and almost wiped out everybody. Sure. There you go. Because uh, because uh, I've heard it from a few people that have been in the flex line. And they say you do have to, if you've got an exit, you need to pl- you need to start planning the, your, your, escape, yeah, oh, yeah. your escape route to get over there. And then here's what one person told me. And he drives that uh, every morning. And he comes this way west. But he goes... The assholes that don't want to let you back in off the flex lane are right. are, are, are plentiful. They don't want to let you back into a, that first left regular lane coming out of the flex lane because people are generally assholes. <laughs> yes, they are. And there you go. So that there's another contingent we, right. got, we didn't plan for. The it. merging is the biggest concern for me, right. which is why I won't go over. Well, there. there's people. He goes. There's there's people in the in the far left regulation lane that that uh, are mad you're trying to go faster than they are when they're just going along with the traffic. So whatever, dude. I mean, so far so good, I guess. They had no major accidents yet. Yeah, right. I'll man. say yet again. All right, man. Thanks. <laughs> All right, bye. The morning is young. Right. The morn is young. Uh, Arg. Yar. Sound like an old pirate there. I know. It's my default. Good morning. What I'm hearing is maybe people should be smoking more of your bundle of weed, <laughs> and they wouldn't be in a hurry. That's what I'm saying. I, I know. That's. I'm like, why are you in such I, a rush? I, I still leave. Uh, I still. Christy always yells at me because I leave like half an hour earlier than I need to get anywhere. But I just, I just like, I just, just like drive around, look around a little bit. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? I hate being in a rush. I, I, I hate it. Can't stand it. Especially for work, if I've got, you know, we're showing up at a, to a client or something. Oh my god! Like, let's just go. Let's, let's just go hang out. Yeah, take it easy, dude. Let's go meet some people. It's all good. So, I don't know. I don't know this flex lane business. I think there's going to be some some trouble there. I'm just disappointed. Hello? Hey, dude. Hey, dude. Hey, dude. What if a home experimental EAA airplane with a lawnmower engine crashes into the flex lane? With a shark on board. Mm. You... Have really made me happy. Good, good. And it w- and the shark was carrying a machete. Was carrying. Oh. 
please God. Just one time. Let it happen. Hi. I heard this morning that the EAA Tower. Yeah. This week, the busiest in the world. Yeah, yeah, that is true. That is true. I, yeah, yeah, I heard like twenty thousand planes land there. Yeah, during yeah. EAA. Yeah, it's amazing. They get out of there alive. They, it's amazing they yeah. get in there alive. Right. They showed the tower, and there's like five people, and they're all standing up there with binoculars, looking yeah. out. Right. At right. The, right. That's so like incredible. my wife's like, why are they looking at binoculars? I said, well, they're not commercial airliners flying, and there's a lot of little planes coming in there. Oh yeah, dude. I wonder if they're- those are on-site employees, or they bring in the uh, the all stars to uh, do the the tower work. Right. Yeah. You know, like the the Sammy Sosa of uh, airplane uh, air traffic controllers. Air traffic controllers. Yeah, I don't know. All right, man. Thanks. I don't know a lot. One of three of the Michael Jordan of air traffic controllers. <laughs> I, I don't know a lot about air traffic controllers. Te- the Teddy Roosevelt of air traffic controllers. Good man. The Muhammad Ali. Could you imagine that? What do you want? Well, I just wanted to say the afternoon traffic flex lane is a lot more bonkers. Than oh, it is really? Yes. Well, what have we here? Yes, Everybody's there are like drunk. multiple vehicle <laughs> accidents in that flex lane. We like, so, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Because they are cutting off the left lane drivers and then they oh, collide. Sure. So then there's the <laughs> left lane and the flex lane are blocked. So everybody gets backed See up. See that? In the afternoon on the eastbound side, it's always crazy. Are you saying we've had an accident in the flex lane? Oh, yeah. Oh. In the afternoon. D- dude, I want you to walk. The morning is much more calm for okay. some reason. Gotcha, I gotcha, think gotcha. Uh, nobody wants to go to work, but everyone right. really wants to go home. I, I feel like crazy. there's uh, people in the regulation far left lane have it out for the people in the flex lane. Maybe. For whatever reason, whether it's... Uh, uh, Probably a competitive no one's using a, their signals a, 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 a com- and they just go a competitive thing yeah right right but there's there's always that thing where people do not want to help other people yeah, on the know, road i don't know why i, I don't let people I in always i don't understand it's one car i don't get it either who dude. cares right i'm like you feel good about yourself <laughs> it's one car <laughs> god uh, i know it's ridiculous it's not going to ruin your day and probably save you from an accident yeah and on friday can i just tell you there was there were like a bunch of vehicles in the flex lane. No stopped. Kidding. Getting cleaned up there. They're cleaning it up. And then the cars are gone, but the worker is still there. His truck with the arrow pointing to no. the right is there. There's an X on the flex lane light. Man. And people are going around him in no. the flex lane. That is a brave man. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah, and that's... I was so afraid for that guy. Because oh, I could God. see it on the cameras. Oh, I could see the traffic. God. And so I was like trying to tweet it out it's like yeah. don't go stay to the right stay to the right you know and just saying that in the traffic reports but you know whatever these people are going all around them next thing uh there was finally a cop there that's honestly the last place on earth i'd want to be i know he was in the left lane with people going by him like just on both sides I and i was people. so afraid for that guy but a cop came by and I don't know if the guy ever finished cleaning up, but he was yeah, he finally out of there. What was he cleaning up? An accident? The debris. Oh, the yeah, debris. Yeah, yeah that's the where it all from all the car pieces all floats over. You don't want to drive over that stuff. Right, It'll right. Give you a flat. Right, right, right. So. Dude, Ricky Bobby Lane. Yep, definitely flying through the air. My yeah. God. Just want to let you know. It's going to happen. Thank you. You're welcome. So, we're not that far off. No. 
in our prediction of the Ricky Bobby right. end of the world. I, I, I think my name still applies. I think so, too. The Ricky Bobby Lane. I don't know how anybody drives that afternoon rush hour every day. You have to just surrender, I would think. Otherwise... Well, face the reality of traffic. I mean, why is it so right. high? Yeah, you know, just if you got to tell yourself something, just be happy you're not sitting in Chicago at 5 o'clock. Sure. It does get infuriating when you're realizing the amount of assholes around you. Right, but it's the volume. It's assholes and volume. Time and pressure, really. That's <laughs> all, all it took. Time and pressure. Hi, Asuka. Hey, I'm pretty sure that's the Johnny Danger of flex lanes. How's that? <laughs> it's just an accident waiting to happen. Oh, Oh you're, that! Oh that! You're predicting the the mega the mega millions. Uh, well, like you're going to win. Well, you're not going to win. Well, People little, have been telling you forever you're not going to win. Little, well, at least I play. I mean, at least I have a chance. Hey, you don't I have a chance. I didn't say I didn't play. Uh, yes, I do. Oh, I bought okay. a ticket this morning. Well, then you have a, as much a chance as anybody on earth right now to win eight hundred and ten million dollars. Uh, right? Say it. Yeah. Say yeah, it. I agree. I agree. Yeah, but don't you have a better chance? You have more tickets. Oh, totally, dude. I'm going to have 50 bucks for the tickets by this afternoon. Oh, wow. And yes, and yes, you know what? If you, if you, talk, if you <laughs> save some of that 50 bucks and talk to, to these supplier, you might have some. <laughs> I could have had a warehouse full of weed by now if I would have. Yeah, there there not, you go. Uh, uh, okay, there fair, you go. fair enough. All right, thanks. Later. JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 94.1 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO.